0: Welcome to CooperCast, Act Like Nothing's Wrong, Part 1. This is your host, Al's rhododendron, John Sachs. Al talks about going to United Artists after Columbia, the opening chatter on the album, his first official version of This Diamond Ring, the fabulous guitar work of Little Beaver, and working with the Ron Hickman Singers. Today, we're going to talk about an album that you did, I believe... In 1976, called Act Like Nothing's Wrong. Now, my understanding is that you hadn't done solo albums during roughly three years that you were shepherding Leonard, Leonard's, Leonard's Gennard, but you decided it was time to go back in the studio yourself, and you did Act Like Nothing's Wrong. This Was this accurate information?
1: Sounds like it.
0: And uh, But now you're not with Columbia anymore. That was
1: on United Artists.
0: United Artists.
1: It was the only one on United Artists huh. because something was wrong. <laughs> something was wrong. I see. <laughs> but I said, act like nothing's wrong.
0: And they didn't seem to get it. All right.
1: No, they got it when it didn't sell.
0: Uh, okay. So and now you...
1: we're going to talk about it, which is even worse.
0: On uh, Columbia, you were on a pretty long leash, but... Because of your past success for them, but with... Uh, no,
1: I would no, I was always I was always on a long leash. They didn't tell me what to do.
0: That's what I'm saying. At Columbia, you were on a long leash, but you were on a short leash at United Artists. No, I wasn't. Well, yeah, but you said they only they did album. Oh, I only, album, I only did the one said, album. But
1: I mean, but they didn't tell me what to do.
0: Oh, right, right. I just meant financially, at Columbia, they, they let you keep doing albums. Mm-hmm. Move that around like that. The voice song... Is not a song. The voice song is 36 seconds called Is We on the Downbeat?
1: Oh, yeah, that's the drummer asking me a question.
0: Right, and the drummer was, uh, it's credited to Robert Ferguson. Was he the drummer? That would be the drummer. And you decided to leave this little chatter on to set the stage?
1: I thought it was very funny.
0: Is We on the Downbeat. Uh, Somebody wrote an extensive review of this album,
1: Uh, It's good because I I don't remember the song, so you'll have to tell me, and then I'll tell you what.
0: Well, what this guy says, among other things, is that most of the songs had a little opening casual studio banter and a little bit of closing studio banter, and he posits the idea that one reason the album didn't get airplay was because DJs didn't want to have to fool around with the studio stuff at the opening and closing of the songs, and that hurt its radio airplay. Do you, does that sound right to you? Nah. You don't think that would, they would?
1: Nah, it's a good album, though.
0: Okay. All right, so, the, but it starts with, we We on the downbeat,
1: which... That's is, just talk.
0: That's just fun, all right. And then the first actual song is the infamous, This Diamond Ring. Mm-hmm. Now... Was this the first time you put out your version of this? Because you have a couple versions on albums, but I think this might be the first time you you did it.
1: Could be because yeah. the original demo right was somebody else singing
0: right, and that's not going to be public until your box set comes out right right, which everybody's hanging on there waiting for.
1: I got a feeling they got a long hang because
0: of the legal stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, I noticed that on this song, this particular song, the lead guitar is played by none other than Little Beaver. Yes. So because you were in the South still, you got him to come in and play.
1: No, this is where he's from. Right. This studio.
0: Right. You were recording in his home studio.
1: Yeah. Well, no, no it's not a home studio. It was a studio for a label.
0: Right. But I mean, it was a it was it sort was of his, his home. Yeah, it was his home. Okay. Did you get just what you wanted from him? Better. Better. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Don't chop my head off. But was your version of this diamond ring in the chorus at all affected by the Gary Lewis version?
1: Yes, I tried to make it so it didn't sound anything like the Gary Lewis version.
0: (laughs) Well, the chorus sounds a little bit like it, but but that's because it's the same song. Yeah. Yeah, By the way, also, the backing vocals are credited to a group called the Ron Hicklin Singers.
1: Right. Who were they? They were uh, studio guys from L.A.
0: Oh, they were L.A.? You added them later in L.A.? Yeah. Okay, they weren't from...
1: And I use them almost all the time because... Ron Hicklin was the uh, the guy you would call mm. and I would say, "I need the beach boys next week mm-hmm. and he would simulate the beach boys, okay, or if you wanted you know something else, you would just say, "I need this, I need that, and he was so good at it and uh and uh, th- they were and they were always great yeah. he, he never he never. Uh, screwed me up.
0: He would get male and/or female, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. And he was a he was a very funny guy. He had a good sense of humor.
0: Yeah. Did, did he? He came to the gigs? Huh? He he was there himself. Yes. Right. He just didn't send bodies over. Yeah.
1: Right. But he but he um, we laughed a lot. Oh, that's good.
0: All right. So this diamond ring. The. What we think is the first official Al Cooper version of that. Well, no, the demo. Well, but that's never been heard by the public yet until, you know, so. The first.
1: Well, give me a chance. I know.
0: Well, I'm giving you all the (laughs) Uh, Song number three, the the next song after this Diamond Ring is She Don't Ever Lose Her Groove. It's interesting because the credit is to Willie Hale, who is in fact. Little Beaver. Little Beaver, yeah. So yeah. it's a song he, he wrote. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's weird? I'm looking at these credits, and it says, guitar, parentheses, Little Beaver Style, is by Al Cooper. So he- Well, yeah. I,
1: <laughs> I was very influenced by him. But, plus, plus he used to give me lessons, too.
0: But he wrote the song, but yeah. he didn't play on it on this album. Okay. Can you describe? Can you describe what people should be listening for in terms of the little beaver approach to guitar great black
1: guitar playing
0: is uh okay yeah
1: although he's he's original yeah if you if you get into his playing you can recognize him
0: okay and there's a few songs on this album where he played
1: yeah. Well, I I I lived in Atlanta, yeah. so it wasn't a big deal to go to Florida, right. to work with him. Yeah. And sometimes, if he was on tour, uh, he would come and stop on a day off in Atlanta, mm. and we'd do it right at the, my studio.
0: At that point, we you would have the rhythm track down, and you just have the, no.
1: I would use his drummer and bass player as well.
0: Okay, right. And put it down all at the same time. Where yeah, really okay.
1: And I really enjoyed that because yeah. he had a great band.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, and we all had a good time. Mm. We enjoyed each other. That m- sounds musically speaking. It sounds
0: it does sound like a good time. Making music together in the studio. Mm. This has been Coopercast. Act like nothing's wrong. Part one brought to you by Opening Chatter. Subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or just about anywhere, and visit alcooper.com for a lot more good stuff and to send in your podcast questions for Al.